As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hi, Senator Harris. How are you doing? Jason Calvi, the Fox 6 here in Milwaukee. Good, good to see you. Thank you. We've got the microphone six feet away for us, so we can yeah. have a couple questions with you. Sure. Thanks for making time. So great to talk of with course, you. Appreciate of course, of course. From the Fox 6 studios, this is Open Record. I'm Amanda St. Hilaire. Brian Polson is on assignment. Today is Tuesday, September 8th. Democratic nominee for Vice President Kamala Harris spent Labor Day in Milwaukee, her first visit on the ticket. Fox 6 political reporter Jason Calvi had only about 10 minutes with her, but he covered a lot of ground, including COVID-19 vaccination, the decision to not travel to Milwaukee for the DNC, and the Kenosha police shooting of Jacob Blake. Can you tell us a little about your meeting with the Blake family today? How did, the, how did that go for you today? Yeah, it was a good meeting. It was a very good meeting. And um, I spent a lot of time talking in particular with his sisters and, and brother. And, of course, you know, they're, they're shouldering a lot. They are worried about their brother in terms of his um, recovery. And, of course, they're devastated in terms of what has happened. But they're a, a really um, incredible family, you know. They're they they've been through so much, but they really still speak about the possibilities of our country with an incredible amount of optimism. Um, and in that way, they're very they 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 speak with a lot of grace. And did you speak with Jacob Jr. Uh, Jake, Jacob Jacob Blake? Blake Jr. I did I did, and um, he is. Um, he was in good spirits. You know, he, he, he did share that he's been in pain, but um, he is, uh, you know, he's, he's making the most of this. I think he, I think his nature is one to be an optimist if he feels that way. He just, he, you know, he, he, didn't, he doesn't sound like he, he doesn't want anybody to feel bad um, because he is in pain, mm. you know? You yourself were a DA, Attorney General for California. Yeah. You had come out originally and said what you saw looked like it should lead to charges. Is that premature based on the fact that this is still an active investigation? Uh, I absolutely believe that everyone is entitled to due process and that the prosecutor needs to make the decision based on all of the evidence that's available. And that's the only way to go. I want to talk about uh, the business leaders you just spoke with. Yep. A lot of businesses were looking forward to that cash infusion for the DNC being here in Milwaukee. Mm. Can we get a rain check for 2024? <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, right now I think people are trying to ask, can they get a check for 600 extra dollars every month because they're unemployed? And that's, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about how people are going to get a check to help them get through the end of the month when they're you know, parked in food lines for hours. President Trump today said he, he, he's kind of not talking with Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi as well as Leader Schumer, but I want to talk to you about the convention still. Uh, 
you didn't accept the nomination here for vice president here in Milwaukee. You did accept it in Delaware, but now you're back a couple weeks later. You're yeah. here, president. What changed? Well, this is my first trip since I've been on the um, ticket, and it was important to me to come to Milwaukee. And I've been here before. I've been here. Um, I was here a couple times in 2018. Um, you may know, very early in my life, we lived in Madison. <laughs> um, but it was very important to me to come to Milwaukee as my first trip since I've been on the ticket. Um, there's so much good work that's happening in Milwaukee, and, and there's so much work that needs to be done in support of Milwaukee. And so I wanted this to be my first trip, and, and Joe did too. There was disappointment, though, that you weren't here in person for what happened in Delaware with the fireworks and the speeches and things like that. Well, here we we definitely I think it was it was a a, a decision that no one um, was excited to make. Um, I think we all were really looking forward to being in Milwaukee and having a convention and supporting local businesses and the local economy and and. The, just balancing that against making sure that the local um, community was not harmed in terms of their health was really um, the trade-off. Looking at the COVID numbers, though, they are going up right now. So compared to where we were August 17th, they're actually up a couple hundred right now. Mm -hmm. So just trying to figure out how that, wrestled, you know, how that impacted the decision to travel today. Well, the decision to travel today was a decision um, based on the importance of being in Milwaukee and being doing it in a safe way. That's why the meetings that we had today were, as you can see, all of us wearing our masks indoors, um, being at least six feet apart, not having as big of a group as we would have liked, and, and certainly there were a lot more people that wanted to be in the room, but we had to, to minimize the number of folks. Um, you know, being with the IBEW leadership and looking at the incredible work that they're doing around apprenticeship programs and, and you know, I would have loved to have been with the students, um, but we, we set it up so that I was just there with the instructors so we can make sure everybody was safe. So, you know, this is what we have to do in a COVID world, but, um, but being here on Labor Day in Milwaukee, a town of hardworking folks, who support organized labor and collective bargaining and the dignity of work was really, really important for me and important for Joe Biden. And it's going to be important to winning the White House when you look at the numbers from 2016. President Trump just won it by 23,000. He won this battleground state by 23,000 votes. And here in the city of Milwaukee, 40,000 less people voted compared from 2016 to 2012. So this is a crucial city if you're going to win this White House. Uh, this is an important city on many levels. Certainly it is the, the path to the White House runs through Wisconsin and certainly runs through Milwaukee. But this is also, a, it, it is a, a, Milwaukee represents historically and presently part of the, 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 the measure of where we are and who we are as a country. Um, th there's an incredible history in Milwaukee of industry and manufacturing and, and supporting working men and women and supporting them in every way that is about the dignity of work. And that's so much of what our campaign is about. You know, on the one hand, you have Donald Trump, who has spent full time concerning himself with rich people, versus what our campaign is about, which is supporting working people. And so coming here today certainly was, on some level, symbolic about our commitment to working people and to supporting what they need to have dignity, to have the, the wages and the benefits that come with a hard day's work, and that they have a president 
and an administration in the White House that will see them, support them, will dedicate ourselves as we have done to creating manufacturing jobs, to creating good union paying jobs, to support collective bargaining. This is what we're about. And obviously the contrast between us and Donald Trump couldn't be more stark in that regard. And my last question, the vaccine, I know you came, you know, yesterday you were asked about that and, and mm -hmm. I'm just wondering, President Trump's and Republicans are saying you're anti-vax. I'm just wondering what you make of that whole issue about what you said yesterday about maybe waiting on the vaccine. I pray that we have a vaccine as soon as possible. We are looking at a situation where almost 190,000 people in our country have died in just the last several months. I pray we have a vaccine as soon as possible and that we get access to it and that all people have access to it once the public health professionals and the scientists tell us it is safe. Thank you for your time, Senator Harris. I appreciate You're it very welcome. much. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. We are going to continue bringing you these twice-weekly episodes of Open Record as we cover the COVID-19 pandemic and so much more. If there's a topic you want us to discuss, an issue you think we should investigate, please send us an email. Send your emails to fox6investigators at fox.com. Again, that's fox6investigators at fox.com. Thank you to the people who make this podcast possible. Producer Pete, Dave Machuda, Suzanne Barthel, and Sarah Smith. Please subscribe to Open Record if you haven't done that already. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. I'm Amanda St. Hilaire, and we will be back with our next regularly scheduled episode on Thursday. Thursday.